Hello, and once again, welcome to the Super Renave Podcast. I'm Matt. And this is Tom Helmuth. Uh, each week we bring you video game music, both originals and remixes. Um, before we get into the music for this episode, we have a few quick announcements. Uh, the first is that our website is finally up and running, so if you want, you can check us out on podcast.rainwave.cc. Uh, there you can find information about each show, including a track list and uh, ways that you can subscribe. Um, and speaking of which, we also recently uh, got our podcast accepted to iTunes. So if you like to listen to podcasts through iTunes, uh, you can go ahead and check us out there um, and subscribe to the Super Rainwave podcast. Um, I think that's about all of my news. Do you have any other news for the top of the show? I don't think I do. Excellent. Well, let's get into some music. Um, this week, we are doing a focus on point-and-click adventure games, which are also sometimes known as graphical adventure games. Um, these games have always sort of had a place in my heart because uh, they sort of got me into gaming in the first place. Um, I long, long time ago uh, started playing Curse of Monkey Island and uh, Sam and Max Hit the Road and games like that and they really were the first games I got into a lot and uh, got me into the hobby. Yeah, I've always enjoyed these games a lot. Um, I haven't played as many of them as I should, probably, but I think that the main thing for me is that they had a lot of character. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're often uh, some of the more humorous games and have uh, interesting, if not good, uh, storylines, and so they, they tend to be uh, fun games to play, at least for me. Um, and the, their music tended to be, to be pretty good as well. Um, actually, often these games were made by uh, Western uh, game companies, and so often these, at least for my tracklist today, I think five out of my six games had Western composers. Um, not near as many Japanese composers as uh, is often the case. That's interesting. So, anyway, let's get into uh, my first track. Um, I'm going to be playing a song from Maniac Mansion, which is uh, my only NES game for the day. Uh, this game was composed by a bunch of people. I couldn't nail down exactly who composed this track, but this, uh, the composers were David Warhol, Chris Grigg, David Lawrence, George uh, the Fat Man, Sanger, and David Hayes. Uh, and so I'm going to be playing Bernard's theme. Thank you. 
Welcome back to the Super Rainwave podcast. That was Bernard's theme from Maniac Mansion, composed by David Warhol, Chris Grigg, David Lawrence, George Sanger, and David Hayes. Um, that This game has a lot of great music. The uh, This NES version actually wasn't the original version. Um, the original versions were for home computers, but I don't think they actually had music that played during the game. Um, but this NES port had a different uh, theme for each character you can play. You can play, I think, six or seven different characters, and each one has their own theme music. Um, and so this is Bernard's theme, and Bernard is sort of the computer geek in the game. Um, so I always think of this theme as having a very bleepy bloopy sound that sounds like uh, old-fashioned computers uh, from the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, I kind of hear what you mean. It's it's a little bit weird. Yeah, it's it's weird and sort of all over the place. It's it's not a very like consistent melody. You feel like there are different like things jumping in here and there, but but I like how it all comes together in the, in this track. It's weird. It sounds really percussive to me, which is kind of strange in NES chip tunes. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It, you definitely get a, a percussive feel to it. This uh, this game is actually one of uh, so of the six songs I'm playing. Three of them come from games I've played, um, and this is the one I've played most recently. Um, I played Maniac Mansion, I think, last fall, um, and it's a pretty good game. But it definitely is an earlier point-and-click adventure. Like these days. Uh, most point-and-click newer point-and-click adventures don't let you die or like get to a game over screen where in this game there are many ways you can sort of get stuck or have to start over from the beginning if you do, if you don't do things right so it's it's definitely of the older style where they hadn't really figured out that being able to get to a place where you're stuck doesn't really make the game more fun yeah speaking of which I actually just went back Kind of a weird coincidence, right after we picked this, I started playing Sam and Max for the first time. Oh yeah? Yeah, I'd never played through it before. Yeah, it's it's a great game. I Well, I, I think so. I haven't actually played it in probably 15 years, so I don't remember exactly, but I, I remember enjoying it when I was younger. Yeah, it holds up really well. It's, it's the writing for me that does it. It's so... it feels British. It's so abstract and dry. Sure, yeah. I think Sam and Max was originally uh, modeled after a comic uh, by the same name, so I I'm not sure if the original author of the comic helped with the writing, but uh, if so, I'm sure that would help. Huh, I was not aware of that. Yeah. Um, I always liked the soundtrack even before I played the game, because it was, it was unusual, it was really low-key. Even for adventure games, it felt kind of out of place. Mm -hmm. And my favorite was always... The uh, the intro song. This is pleasantly understated credit sequence.
Again, that was pleasantly understated credit sequence from Sam and Max Hit the Road. Uh, that one was composed by... Uh, is it Clint Bahakian or Bajakian? Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, he's composed for a lot of the LucasArts games uh, through the years, but yeah, I'm not sure how exactly his name is pronounced. Uh, as well as Michael Land and Peter McConnell. I yeah. Love, I just love this vibe. It's old-school jazz music. Yeah, yeah, this jazz is great. I mean, this would have fit in very well in our last episode, the jazz episode. Um, yeah, this is a this is a great track. The um, those composers, Peter McConnell, Clint Bajakian, or whatever, and um, Michael Land, those are the three big uh, composers at LucasArts at the time who made a lot of these uh, point-and-click adventure games. Um, so we'll we'll definitely be hearing from uh, at least two of those later in some of my tracks. Yeah. Um. For me, it's just, I guess, the instrumentation is, it feels really authentic, especially being an old PC game. Yeah. Yeah, the instrumentation is really nice. The, um, the horns in there sound good, and and you get that sort of low-key, I don't know if it's, is that like a xylophone or something in the background? But Yeah, there's a really prominent xylophone solo going on the entire time. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes it really nice. I, I really like that xylophone. So let's uh, go into another soundtrack composed by Michael Land. Uh, this is going to be from The Curse of Monkey Island. Um, this is probably my favorite of the point-and-click adventure games that we'll be playing from today. Um, I've always been a big fan of the series, and this is the game that got me into it. Um, this game has uh, some good music and uh, very colorful uh, cartoony graphics and it's just a really fun game to play. So I'll be playing a track um, that is the theme song of the pirate barbers uh, in the game and so this is going to be called The Barbary Coast. Thank you. 
Welcome back to the Super Brain Wave podcast. Uh, that last song was "The Barbary Coast" by the Curse of uh, by sorry by Michael Land from the Curse of Monkey Island. Um, that's a, a very subtle track. It, it just has a few instruments in there, uh, mostly woodwinds. I think it's mostly oboe, bassoon, um, maybe some other woodwinds, and then there's a few strings in there as well. Um, but I, I, I really like how the uh, oboe and bassoon sort of trade off the melody. There's um, really nice back and forth where um, one's playing the melody and then the other jumps in and uh, it, it all meshes together really well. It's sort of an interesting track just because I don't expect to hear that kind of back and forth between woodwind instruments. You know, usually in video game music you pick a melody and you stick to it. Yeah, yeah. Instrument. It's... So the, and I think part of the reason you hear that here is, um, in this game, the, your, so a little backstory, you're a Guybrush Threepwood and you're trying to <clears throat> convince um, some pirates who have retired and become barbers to uh, join your crew to go on an adventure. Um, and so each of these barber pirates has their own sort of theme. Um, and. Uh, so each of those themes is sort of one of the parts you're hearing. One of them is the bassoon, one of them is the oboe, and then when you put them all together, then it sort of forms this, uh, the track we're hearing now. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a neat uh, concept, a way that they took one area of the game and sort of made it so that different areas have slightly different music going on, but that they all can mesh together into the same song. Huh. Yeah, I haven't really seen that before. Yeah, yeah, it's not something you, you see all that often, but uh, it's it's a, a fun little trick that they use in this game. Let's see. Uh, I know we're playing a lot of those Western-developed games that you were talking about, but this one's actually... I think the only Japanese one I'm playing. Okay. There might, there might be one ever later. Um, but this is from a really recent title called Virtue's Last Reward in the Zero Escape series, sequel to 999. Um, okay. These are really interesting. They're not traditional point and click, it's more like escape room with a lot of story sequences. <clears throat> but um, I haven't played this one yet. The story in this. The prequel is really compelling, um, really interesting setting, and great soundtracks. This one, composed entirely by Shinji Hoso, um, from some of the Shin Megami Tensei games, among others. Uh, and this is the trailer music, I believe, titled Virtue's Last Reward Piano.
Welcome back. Again, you just heard Virtue's Last Reward Piano from a game, Virtue's Last Reward, composed by Shinji Hoso. Um, I picked this song because of that dynamic it has. You know, this first part is entirely acoustic, it's emotional, um, it's a really delicate song at first, with, yeah, with it, a piano line. It almost has a wistful sound to it. Um, the, the strings are sort of soaring at times, but they don't really cover up the piano. And then, about halfway through, it just shatters. <laughs> that, that transition was crazy. <laughs> and then you jump into what I would actually expect more, which is... It's really hard-driving electronic music, there's some more low-key moments, there's a lot of compression on those drums and bass, um, yeah. and it's just a really aggressive song. Yeah, yeah, but it's sort of cool how they kept uh, some of the strings and piano coming into the drum and bass section, so like, uh, you're getting this electronic drum and bass, and then like every once in a while you hear some strings sneaking their way back in. Um, that was pretty neat. But it's a totally different vibe at that point. It's, oh, it's totally different. <laughs> the song is Desperate. Yeah. Which in a game called Zero Escape... Yeah, I think that jump is right about... Here? I guess not. Guess not. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, that's a good shot. <laughs> Alright. There oh, it is. There it is. Well then. Alright, so uh, let's go into my next track, which is, um, believe it or not, maybe a little bit crazier than that track. Really? Um, really. Uh, this is going to be from The Neverhood, which was composed by oh, Terry, well it is Terry Scott Taylor. Yeah, The Neverhood is a really crazy soundtrack. Um, so let's just play the song and then talk about it. This is going to be Operator Plays a Little Ping Pong. back after that short little track that was Operator Plays a Little Ping Pong uh, by Terry Scott Taylor uh, from the game The Neverhood. So this is, uh, believe it or not, one of the more normal songs in the soundtrack. Um, this whole soundtrack is full of weird uh, vocal vocalizations. Uh, you can't really call them singing, but... Uh, it's and strange percussion and stuff and this this song at least is basically just the strange singing and a little uh, guitar 
Um, but I also, it, even though it's really strange, I really like the the melody that uh, is in this song. Uh, yeah, it's. I don't know what you call it, but it, it's catchy. Uh, right, right. It's just super weird. This game was a uh, claymation game, um, which is strange in itself. You don't see that much, very often. Um, besides, the only other game I can think of is Clay Fighter. Um, but but I think the that it was just meant to be a very strange game, very strange music. Um, I actually want to try playing this at some point if I can get around to it, but I uh, haven't had time yet. Yeah, I don't know where to find it, because yeah, it's popped uh, up several times in conversation. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know if, if you can easily find it or if you have to, like, buy a CD on eBay or what, but it could be fun to play. I think Fruit Loops about quite enough. I think so too, let's go on. Um, you know, I know I wanted to play something from Leisure Suit Larry, because it's just such a classic adventure game, which sure. I've never played. Have you? Nope. Well, there goes that discussion. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I know very little about it besides that there's a pretty good OC remix of one of the games that I like, but otherwise, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was going to look for OC Remix, but there's actually a pretty recent uh, new cover band that I'm really liking, I'm going to add them to covers pretty soon here, called Lonely Rolling Stars. They uh, they got together recently for, I think it was MAGFest this year, mm-hmm. and they cut an album called Carnivortex. Uh, okay. Really good stuff. Uh, this one is from Leisure Suit Larry, I think it's the main theme. And this is the Laffer Monologues featuring Hat.
Welcome back to the Super Rainwave Podcast. You just heard the Laughing Monologues featuring Hat. Uh, that's a remix of Leisure Suit Larry from band Lonely Rolling Stars. Uh, it's it's jazz music, mostly. Yeah, it's it's a nice. Well, I, I think the original was more straight up jazz feeling, and they it took it and and did some weird stuff with it. <laughs> that's what I love about it is that they play. It fairly straight at first, and then about a minute in they they do the whole MC introducing Pat, and then after that it gets weirder and weirder, and then they start playing metal over it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's strange. Um, the, the main melody here, uh, which I think is because of how it sounds in the game, sort of reminds me of um, some jazz versions of When the Saints Go Marching In. Um, it, but I think that's just because of, that's how the original melody but was. And here's the weird announcer guy. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, and I should mention uh, this band features Aelshawn, Kubosh, Finbeard, Norg, Steamage, and uh, special guest Hat. So that kind of explains the weirdness. It explains the weirdness and also explains why it's good, why they, uh, there's a lot of good musicians in that group. Yeah, uh, you can get this on your band camp, um, definitely encourage it, it's good stuff. Great. Well, let's go into the next song. Um, next up I have my only remix of the day for myself. Um, this is going to be from uh, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, uh, which was originally composed by uh, Masakazu Sigimori and Naoto Tanaka. Um, and so this uh, remix is actually sort of jazzy in itself, but it also has rap over the jazz. So it might be a little, I don't know if our listeners like rap, but I like this song, so uh, we don't play rap all that often. So uh, this is going to be Detective Tuesday and Melody, and the track is Spirit of Law. Let's see how this thing unravels. Mr. 
Mr. Palmer, you may call your first witness. Thank you very much, Your Honor. Let us begin then. The courtroom's quiet, but it gets loud in the mind. It's wondering what exactly went down. The truth. Only thing we came for, facts come together to make sure it takes form. So we listen close every minute, know every tick that goes to those who miss it. Be acting as if they didn't know. I like the man swearing oath as he gets into his seat. Mr. Witness, spit your testimony, please. Hey, yo, I heard the man rap. It was murder. Stand back when he hold the mic. Cause he's straight blowing like dynamite. Tough for that final fight through the streets. Rest the spitting flows. That's the closest to musical perfection. Forget it. It's impossible to match how we write a song. Ain't a single one of these rappers going quite as hard. Hold it. I heard he choked the lost two battles. Yeah, but it's flow smooth like on the piano. Scene, OC remix. It's irrefutable, solid, conclusive, gruesome. Tuesday, why'd you have to do it? Why? Suddenly he stands forth, different mood in his eyes. He seems to have transformed. The DJ was letting track spin like that. Sick, I made that crap back. Flipping the casket bass. Cause she's trying to play me talking about on the wackest. And how I ought to care about what they think is happening. Now, as for the crime, I ain't planning to practice. There wasn't an accident. My ears just told my brain, yo, that's it. I'm glad they found the tape to back it. I take this moment to admit I'm great at rapping. The savage that broke free from the cage he was trapped in. As they dragged him away, all that was heard was his laughing. Guilty. to the super rainwave podcast that was spirit of the law by detective tuesday and melody uh, a remix from the game phoenix Wright ace attorney it's a remix of the song turnabout courtroom trial um the i really like the the piano playing in that which is i think by uh the artist melody um it's very smooth and very uh keeps things light but it also has makes things really really interesting yeah you know i was surprised because when i heard phoenix Wright rap i wasn't expecting a decent arrangement behind it yeah yeah the and i think it helps that there's uh the rapper doing the rapping and then i think melody did the rest of the arrangement uh, melody has quite a few uh i think seven remixes on oc remix and so he's he knows how to uh, do a good arrangement, um, but yeah, the uh, I looked it up. I think these voice samples that you hear came from a uh, 
spoken word comedy album uh, from 1959 called How to Speak Hip. Um, it's by Del Close and John Brent. Um, I don't know anything else about it, but that, I was wondering why why those voice samples were in there. And I think that's where they came from. That's sort of an obscure source. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really weird. Um, uh, you know, I like his flow. It kind of reminds me of Mega Ran in a way, with the way it sort of syncopates a little bit and then jumps back in. Sure, yeah. I actually know I know very little about rap music, but I tend to like it for the most part. Um, so, but. But yeah, I, I do. I like his flow too. I think that he does a great job of um, making it interesting, but then also like not dominating the song, where you get the parts where he cuts out and you hear the just the um, music playing. So it's it's a fun song. Yeah, that's what makes it work. I think is that you have uh, you have this sort of tense verse, and then it drops away for a long time. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I guess my next track is really low-key. I always like playing something a little bit unusual, because uh, I'm sort of into more ambient music sometimes, mm -hmm. which you don't hear that much of on Rainwave, for obvious reasons. Right. But we do have The Longest Journey. This is a more recent adventure game from, I think, early 2000s. I haven't played it yet, but I'm really interested. And the soundtrack is very long, atmospheric pieces that sort of build and fall. Uh, my favorite of which is this track, Dolphin. Um, so I'm going to take the next six minutes to try and figure out how to pronounce these names. Sounds good.
Welcome back. Uh, you just heard Dolphin from Game Longest Journey, composed by, um, I think it's Bjorn Arve Lagim and Torn Linluken. Uh, they're Scandinavian names, so it's anyone's guess. Sounds pretty good to me. Um, I know that this isn't everyone's kind of thing, but I, I just like this long, really atmospheric kind of music. A lot of effects. Uh, there's a lot of compression and echo, and it sounds kind of underwater at times with that vocal. Yeah, and there's, there's the vocals are all distorted, and you have that bubbling sound that creeps in, especially near the end. Yeah, I just think that it does a really good job of of creating a sense of atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, I like, um, I was noticing what the bass was doing. There's a nice bass guitar that sort of trendles along and, and keeps it, uh, keeps the track going. Yeah, toward the end it almost sounded like an upright bass. I don't think it was, but they had a lot of, uh, a lot of slap on that string. Yeah, definitely. Very nice! Um, so I'm going to be moving into a track from Grim Fandango, which was composed by Peter McConnell, uh, who we heard from earlier, uh, with the Sam and Max track. Um, so this is going to be a short song called Campaneros. Welcome back. That short track was Compañeros, Compañeros by uh, Peter McConnell from Grim Fandango. Um, this game is uh, an interesting game in that you it takes place in the underworld, um, in, in the land of the dead, and you play as a grim reaper who uh, reaps recently departed souls and takes their, uh, helps them find their way through the underworld. Um, it also has a very um, Mexican vibe to it. Uh, the, a lot of the characters speak in Spanish every once in a while, and um, this song definitely has that sort of Mexican vibe to it with the, the violin and the very Mexican guitar um, and trumpets. Um, it, I really like how it, it sets the, the scene in that way. Is this, would you call this mariachi music? It's, I don't know if it, I'd quite call it mariachi music. It's definitely very influenced by mariachi music if it's not full out mariachi music, but, um, but yeah. The, uh, the 
this game has is interesting because certain parts have this very Mexican vibe to them, and then other parts are very jazzy. Um, uh, actually, a lot of the soundtrack has a very jazzy vibe and a very film noir vibe to it. Um, so it's interesting that you get that sort of mix of film noir and, um, and very Latin uh, feel. Yeah, I was actually expecting a jazz song when you said you were picking this game. Yeah, yeah. Actually, a lot of the soundtrack is very jazzy. There's a few other uh, weird oddities thrown in, but there, there are quite a few of these sort of more um, Latin-feeling tracks in here. I like it. It's unusual. I like that count-off start, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. Let's see. Uh, I've got another one from an indie game coming up. You ever played To the Moon? I haven't, but it's actually on my list uh, of games to play soon, and I also like its soundtrack, so good choice. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely recommend it. It's got one of the most compelling stories I've seen in games in a long time. It's not its not a traditional adventure game, it's, it's a top-down view, it's all sprite-based graphics made in RPG Maker, mm -hmm. and it's, I can't even really say it has gameplay because you explore the areas but just enough to advance the story. Hmm, interesting. Um, but the music is also pretty important to the game. I decided not to play one of the later tracks because I think it's better in context, but the main theme that you start out with is just phenomenal. So this is the To The Moon main theme.
Welcome back. That was the main theme from To the Moon, composed by the game's creator, Can R. Gao. Um, I picked this because I just think that it, it has such a good build-up over the course of the song, from this really low-key sort of string and piano thing at the start, and then it gets a little bigger and the arrangement gets stronger, and they bring in that synth line. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, I really like how the melody uh, sort of changes hands and you get the piano that's consistent throughout and, and the strings, but then there's, there's other instrumentation that comes in and out. It's a, it's a really beautiful melody. And it's, it's relatively simple for the most part. I mean, the core of it is just that arpeggiated slow riff. Right, right. But, you know, I'm trying to figure out what... What do you call that instrument that's playing it now? I don't know. It's cool, whatever it is. Yeah, I can't tell. It's... yeah, it, it's hard to just tell. <laughs> you have that, and you have a larger string arrangement later. I think a bass comes in at one point. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Um, Alright, so I think I only have one more track left to play for the episode. Um, so I'm going to be playing a track from a more recent uh, adventure game called Machinarium, which was developed by Amanita Design. Um, this was composed by Tomas Dvorak, I think is how you'd pronounce that. He, uh, That's a lot of by, accents. Yeah, it's, uh, I think this was a um, Czech video game company, so he's probably Czech. Um, and he goes by Flowex as well, if you've seen that name around. So anyway, this is going to be a song called Game Boy Tune.
So welcome back to the Super Rainwave podcast. That last song was Game Boy Tune from Machinarium by Tomas Dvorak. Um, that song is so bubbly, and it's it's bubbly and mechanical. Um, and this, I'm pretty sure this game in this game you're a robot, um, and you're in this sort of post-human, very metallic world, um, and. So I think the sort of the very crunchy drums and the very uh, 8-bit uh, chippy synths definitely give it that sort of robotic vibe. Yeah, it's uh, it's again another track that I think is very percussive. It's um, it's atmospheric. It doesn't really have a lot of prominence, but I think it's very yeah. pleasant. Yeah, and it doesn't really develop much like you, the whole track is very similar so you don't get um like a major like climax of the song but i think it, it does a great job of um building an atmosphere and the there's i think there's like a lot of reverb and echoing going on on a lot of the instruments and that the instruments themselves sound very small and like fragile but they sound like they're in this gigantic space because of of that echoey sounds yeah you can definitely hear some reverb um good sustain it just there's not a whole lot going on here i guess it's a weird thing right it's 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 very cute i'd say it's it, it has these it feels like a cute little like um i don't know it just sounds cute <laughs> seems apt yeah let's see so before the last track uh anything else we need to go over well uh feel free to check us out our website again is podcast.rainwave.cc um you can email us 
Uh, our email address is podcast at rainwave.cc, so that should be easy to remember. Um, check us out on forums if you want. Um, we're always on IRC. Uh, we like hearing from people. Yeah, yeah. Send us an email. Um, the our next episode will be our tenth episode, and so I think we're going to do sort of a a free play episode where we don't really have a specific theme and can just choose whatever music we feel like playing. So that should be fun. Um, I guess that's about it. All right. Well, I'm going to take us out with a track from a classic adventure game, The Seventh Guest. This one goes way back to, I think, 1993, which I actually was going to play in episode four, but passed on it then. Um, this soundtrack is, it's just bizarre. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of variety. Um, let's see, composed by uh, David Sanger and George Alistair Sanger, or The Fat Man. Yeah, yeah, the fat man. We heard from him a bit earlier on the uh, uh, Maniac Mansion. Actually, to start the show, so we're doing bookends of the fat man. Yeah, so I'm going to play this vocal track, Skeletons in My Closet, um, vocals by Chris McKay. It's, it's just unusual. It's sort of jazzy. It's goofy. But I'm really into it. It's a good way to just bring things to a close. Great. So uh, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy it, and we will see you next time. See you next time.
my closet, the red.